Yeah. I go I, on these well, wrestling kicks and I'll yeah. watch stupid shit. And you know, you don't remember the New Age Outlaws? No. Oh, I, I'm not a wrestling person. I didn't know if you'd even tangentially bit. come across it. No, Degeneration X. I, Two so words for you. I did go to you know? a WW something or WCW something in uh-huh. like the early 2000s. Nice for a birthday party for one of my friends who I haven't spoken to in years because we're not friends anymore. Uh-huh. Um, Dude, Road Dog, the Road Dog, Jesse James, and the badass Billy Gunn were like the this odd couple but also one of the greatest tag team performers mm. ever. And he'd be like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, D-Generation X proudly brings to you, it's WWF Tag Team Champions of the World. It was so great. And the whole crowd is into it. And it's like, you never hear it. Like, they call them pops. It's a pop. But the crowd, like, you know, big thing happens, it's a pop. And, like, that's one of the best pops ever. This is, like, the heyday of it. Bonesaw So yeah, so this ready. is a... So this is a great segue, and uh, I remember watching the original Spider-Man movie in 2002 and uh, seeing Randy Macho Man Savage in that bone saw. And he's like, I've heard of, I've heard of him. Randy, Macho Man. Snap into a Slim Jim. Yeah. That's him with his fucking cowboy hat and his dumbass glasses. I was already out of wrestling by the time that came on. Right. Like 2002, I was already yeah. done. So like uh, what uh, what year is it? A Spider-Man movie is coming out with Tobey Maguire and Willem Dafoe and a Matrix movie is coming out with Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss and this is now this is our reality. Everything old will be new for the rest of time. For the rest of time. It's been going is, on Is this our fault? Did we do I, mean, I don't mean us specifically, but like fans of like Big properties, like we asked what for this g- for so right. long, and now we're we're reaping what we what we sowed. Why are we act- Why are we acting like it's a punishment? It's not a bad thing. Okay, I understand what people say when it's like air quote destroying cinema or whatever the <laughs> hell. But I'll tell you this much: uh, I really, really was super excited when the first Spider-Man movie came out. Yeah, I was be- beside myself excited, and I and it lived up to it to my sixteen year old brain. I saw Spider Man, I thought it was it was sick, and then Spider Man Two is still holds up. It's fantastic. I- I'm glad that they're still going with it, and mm-hmm. but they did reboot it at a weird time yeah. with Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. So I feel like now it's making that matter. <laughs> Which is like it makes the, the, even the worst Spider-Man movies it's matter. Li- they're literally Russoing the Dark World. <laughs> That's what they're doing with the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. I truly, in, I, okay, I remember being in the theater watching Dark World and enjoying it. It isn't the worst movie in the no, world. No, no, listen, listen, Dark World's fine. It's not. I mean, I don't even think I saw Eternals, and I didn't think that was. At bad. some point, should we introduce the podcast? I, I figured know. this was all cold open. This is all cold open, okay. baby. I love a cold open. Yeah. And also, I love how they incorporate that theme into the Tom Holland Spider-Man score. Yeah, and I think it's that's good. just great. It's really good. So, okay. Anyway, hey. So in we'll do this thing. Let's do it for real. Hey everybody, welcome 
I'm Alex. I'm Ryan. We have another edition of the Movie Spiel podcast for you. So movie Spiel, Movie Spiel, Spiel, whatever the movies Spiel. I don't know. So about this episode, yeah. that we're doing, it's about the Spider Man, yeah, and uh, the, that whole thing, and how there's a new one coming out, yeah. Like we're gonna talk some retrospective on the Spider Man franchise, but sure. basically the premise for this episode was this: is that I I I called you this morning because we were gonna do a different episode, and I wanted to wait. I wanted to wait a week um, to do it uh, so that I could have some extra prep time. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought what was more topical and fresh in my mind was this, because I'd had this this very terrifying thought. Um, I was listening to a different podcast, and they pointed out quite accurately mm-hmm. uh, that uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, the trailer, didn't have any jokes in it. That's a great trailer. It's a very Star Wars we, Force Awakens we trailer. Did, we did discuss that right, trailer. Right, but you know, it didn't occur to me. That's right. It's a Ghostbusters trailer, and there are no jokes in the trailer. Did you see the movie? No. I haven't either. My my wife and my son saw it. They thought it was cute. I'll give it a shot. They said cute. And I am going to give it a shot because, like I said, I would. But I am. I did think that was interesting. I was like, right, there's no humor in this trailer. This is Stranger Things meets The Force Awakens, and apparently the mm-hmm. jokes couldn't weren't good enough for the trailer. So. Mm. I don't know. It anyway. has a lower Rotten Tomato score than the Paul Feig and yeah, uh, Kristen so, Wake so version. So here's, here's what occurred to me was, you know, so Marvel has a pretty good track record, but... Uh, Eternals wasn't super well received and by Marvel standards kind of a dud. Well, it's not the it's not the worst thing in the world. I think it's because they tried to blend two things that are kind of hard to blend. Right. So you got Chloe Zhao who's direct who directed it and uh she has I mean she can direct the hell out of a movie but sure. it, and she can make it look amazing, but it's not an easy feat getting a whole team that no none of us have heard of before. Right. It, you know, it, it, it and introducing up, them. From and, what I understand, it winds up being mostly kind of like expository for most of the movie. It is. But uh, I, I don't care much about any of the characters in it except for maybe two. Okay. Two people in it. I don't I don't know. I'll and see like, it at some point just because I, I don't spoil it for me, but I'd really okay. I, I just really want at some point for for Richard Madden to say to Kit Harrington if they share any screen time you know nothing insert character name because mm. that'd be fucking I'll that'd, say that'd this be the thing they that'd be they, the thing from, they, from the thrones they do share some okay. some screen time anyway so uh but no. the so the premise of this episode I called you and I was like I was like I said I said Ryan what if this new Spider-Man movie like what if it sucks oh man what if it winds up sucking well, it'll be just like other things that I was hyped about and started right. to suck. What if it sucks? And like Marvel hasn't had a true dud, but oh boy, have they been close. And uh, Eternals might be the duddiest of them all. So in the post Endgame, like here's the here's the thing, and this is like this is very cyclical. So like I, I also respect that that Marvel, and we're going to get more into this a little bit later in the episode. But I respect that Marvel is going to have problems post endgame like i respect that because you now have to either you either have to amp it up like and i don't think there's anywhere else to go up or you have to start deconstructing things so that you can eventually ramp it up again because it has to kind of be like a wave i can i consider all of this a deconstruction right it has to be kind of a deconstruction for 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 us to be able to reinvest Mm -hmm. in the marvel universe because like mind you i here i am i i am definitely the target audience a young, in the demo, white guy with 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 who makes okayish money. Mm-hmm. Like they want me to spend money on their movies. I have not seen Eternals. I have not seen Shang Chi. What? 
I it's on Disney Plus. What's not, stopping you? And I have not watched any of the Disney Plus series either. Wow. And I have zero intention of watching Hawkeye because it looks dumb. It's awesome. It looks real dumb. I, I've watched three episodes. It's looks fantastic. Very boring. It's not. All right. So listen. Hold on. Hold Get on. Get out of here. Hold on. Oh my god. So here's my point. You don't have a leg to stand on now. With oh, but I got plenty of legs to stand on because that's my point. If they can't entice me to watch these movies, that that these products, these this content, that feels like a problem in and of itself. And it doesn't get it get helped any better by Eternals wasn't that good apparently. So my point though is they have a serious challenge, and like I actually respect that because I think of it very similarly to like an aging dynasty of a sports team, right? Like you got you got to start retiring certain guys now you got to fill these holes in the roster and um that could prove challenging mm -hmm. for uh the marvel cinematic universe to do mm -hmm. uh despite the fact that they have obviously an army of very talented people who work for them both in front of the camera and behind the camera mm -hmm. but i i recognize that like this could be a problem for them post endgame because it feels to me like they're dealing with things that they can control mm -hmm. and they're not doing that great of a job of it. But then the things they, they haven't been able to control have just kind of fucked them even more. For example, it's hard for me to get excited about Black Panther without Chadwick Boseman. It's, I'm just interested in yeah. knowing what they're going to do. I'm interested. I'll probably see it regardless. Sure. And I say probably I will see it. I will watch the movies and maybe the series at some point. Regardless, as well, like I've got a huge break of time coming up here uh -huh. in the next couple of weeks. Oh, you really should ought to just get caught up on at least the movies, right? I will likely do that. Okay, but I am cognizant of the fact that there are some serious challenges here mm -hmm. for Marvel, and I don't know if this is going to stick. But it was the first time that I saw a mainstream publication. It was like maybe this needs to kind of be it, which is sort of like a rite of passage for every franchise. It was. Uh, it was said by critics after the uh, um, uh, horrible X-Men Origins movie, uh, Wolverine. Mm -hmm. uh, this happens all the time, where they're like, um, like Revenge of the Sith, people are like, maybe we need to be done with this. The Matrix Revolutions, maybe we need to be done with this. Well, at least the Matrix Revolutions waited almost 20 years. Right. Yeah. But so my, my point is, though, is that like this is a kind of a rite of passage for every franchise where they, they release that one product where everyone, or at least one critic, is brave enough to go, ooh, Oh, all critics are brave enough you, to do it. You missed, and none you of them missed have a, bad. None of them have 100%. There's always some dissenting I mean, voice. that's yeah. some of them are, are willing to criticize the films, but right. I haven't seen anyone be like, oh, yeah, Marvel has so little to offer now that they should just stop offering anything. They don't have... This was a critic, I believe, from the New York Post, admittedly, it was the New York Post, uh, who I, I, actually, I believe, basically said, like, I think this might, like, maybe this is not worth investing our time in post- Endgame. And so my point is, what I'm doing here is I'm, please don't, let's not argue about things that I'm not even saying are necessarily true. What I'm laying out is the landscape of what Marvel is likely going to deal with in the future. And like, no one needs to feel bad for mm -hmm. a multi-billion dollar uh, product. No. no one needs to feel bad for them. But I, I do think they have some challenges moving forward because I think it's going to be difficult for them to 100% attract the audience the same way that they did. I think that what many people claim to be a weakness at first where, oh, well, you know, they have to use the, the B team of guys like Iron Man and Captain America and, 
and uh, you know um, the Hulk, who's definitely not B team. The Hulk was was definitely their A. That was their A list. That was the one that they really could do. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Okay. So sure, by Marvel standards, that's the B team. But like, I had heard of Iron Man. Sure. I had heard of Captain America. Yeah. Like, I knew, I knew these guys. Like, yeah. I like. To me, that was less of an issue, and it was still it was a very novel concept to it because not only were these the B team, but they were still interesting B teamers. And again, like there was a a novel concept at the time. There weren't really successful shared universes built in that way. Usually it was ensemble characters built through franchises Mm -hmm. like Star Wars. And we go from one story to the next story to the next story. Mm -hmm. This was what if we have disparate stories that eventually link together? And I'm not saying that they weren't the first to do it. It has been tried before, but very unsuccessfully on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. It obviously was a smashing success and mm-hmm. has completely changed, possibly murdered cinema in the process. It didn't murder cinema. Say, hey, listen, I'm just quoting you. Movies um, still happen. I know. So my, my my point, though, is that there is a landscape here that, that I think Marvel's going to have to navigate. No one's going to be crying for them. They're not going to lose a shit ton of money. But I I think there's a question to be to be asked if if whether or not they are going to be able to even remotely come close in the second act of, or the, the, more accurately, the sequel to their first yeah. set of stories, if they can really tie this all together again. And so that I think that's difficult. And so that's what prompted me to think, what if Spider-Man sucks? So we bring it all back home, because we're going to talk about Spider-Man in this episode, despite the fact that I just waxed on for 15 minutes about about. I, what I think are legitimate concerns about the future of, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, I, I don't think they're really legitimate concerns as long as people still have a Disney Plus subscription and are sure. still watching I it. do think, listen, and I think the yeah. decision I think the decision to do two things. I think I think Disney Plus I have mixed feelings on, even though I have a subscription. Mm-hmm. But I, I also think, I, I, listen, I think the decision to deconstruct what they just did and try to tell smaller, more individu- individualized stories. Yeah. Good choice. That, I think that they're like Star Wars, for instance, they delayed like the next Star Wars movie. All these, all these other Star Wars trilogies that they've been talking about, like what is it, Benioff and what the Game of Thrones yeah, guys? Yeah, they were supposed to have their own trilogy. Ryan, Ryan Johnson, Johnson was supposed to have his own trilogy. I don't think any of those are happening anymore. And if they are, it's like way down the line. And yeah. then uh, Patty Jenkins still has on the dock. It still has. Um, Star Wars what was it Rogue's not Rogue Squadron, uh, Red Red Squadron, Rogue Leader, Red Leaders, Red don't Red remember. Squadron. It's a it's a it's supposed to be a dogfighting movie though, like yeah, like sorry, aerial dogfighting, which movie. is badass, not dogs fighting in the air. Well, they delayed it; they didn't cancel right. it, and right. you know, but they actually had an announcement for that. Yeah, one. Yeah, which is why I I didn't because they didn't even really do a real announcement for Ryan Johnson and they and, didn't. It's just said, oh, they're gonna be working on it. That's right, it. But and like, same with Benioff and Weiss. They, and I'm fine without those guys. So yeah, they just ruined all good i'm just i don't i mean hey if they have source ma- listen if they have source material to work with it might wind up being good if still they just so fucking create mad. their own anyway, i doubt it anyway no so i think if marvel were to just kind of scale back a bit and just do series i think they would be just as successful well, almost as successful but it's hard to gauge all of that yeah the other thing is is what it's there's nobody like robert downey jr and that's a giant chunk of the reason people saw well, Iron sure, Man. Sure, there are some people like him, but but the point is, like no, they, I, like you, I think the so let's let's actually. If let's, Robert Downey Jr. wasn't at, Iron Man, Avengers and all that wouldn't. have No, happened. no, I agree. But what I'm saying is, let's let's not specify it as Robert Downey Jr. Let's specify it as they had 
they had their quarterback, right? Like they yeah. had they had the guy who absolutely under mm-hmm. any circumstances could carry essentially any movie. Mm-hmm. But now I don't know that that exists. Yeah. And how do you replace that that person without a looking like you're trying to replace that person or B even worse if you replace that person and it's bad well that's why they have these series right right and then you've got because like you would think chadwick boseman would have probably he been, probably would have just become the leader of the avengers right like and he would have carried the next dude it's such a shame that yeah. he's gone because like i would have followed that dude in, in the whatever like right. he you know he just com- he had a commanding presence yeah. on screen he was likable mm-hmm. you know a lot of charisma different than robert downey's charisma right and i don't you know what's funny about him about chadwick boseman is um i don't other people could have played black panther but he just did it with such he just had such an ease about right. it he was so easy like i would i would totally see like i know they were talking if they in flipped the, it in around if 90s, it was michael b jordan i could have seen that right. too and there was talk in the 90s and early 2000s i think like originally it was wesley snipes who was going to do i heard about that decades ago who had a atta- he was attached yeah. to the initial conception of a black panther yeah. project obviously it never came to fruition right. I would see that. That sounds great. But then they have Mahershala Ali, right. who is going to play Blade. And I'd also see him as, I think he could pull off but Black he's, Panther. He, no, he is definitely playing Blade Yeah. Now. Like, it is official official. Right. Like, which is... Uh, I'm not... I just want you to clearly, know. Yeah, cl- it is clearly already set in place that he is playing Blade. I can't figure out if you, this is like a... Like, is this like a... Are you making... I'm, I'm, not, I'm not telling you anything that you shouldn't already know. So it's okay. You already knew that he was going to play Blade, yeah. right? Okay, I'm just yeah. saying. It is set in stone. Okay, why wouldn't it have been? I'm just because, you know, people can say that, you know, somebody's playing something and then something could happen and it actually proves that that person is playing that person is what I'm trying I have to say. A- is, if you're trying not to spoil something for me, you can just spo- do it. I don't care. Oh, spoiler alert. At the end uh, of Eternals, um, the very, very end, mm-hmm. uh, Dane, who is played by Kit Harrington, is um, trying to, you know, there's this sword. It's uh, he, He's eventually becoming the Black Knight, mm-hmm. and uh, that's like Excalibur or whatever because sure. he's like a descendant of King Arthur or that's some ho- shit. Okay. Is that the story? Don't ask me. I, I don't know, but it's like, Ugh. and then I he like, seen it, he's so. about to grab it, and then you hear a voice uh, from the other side of the room that you don't, you know, they don't show you, but it's Mahershala Ali's just says, you sure you want to do that? And then it's it. And it's like, but I'm like, oh my gosh. What, was was that was that Mahershala Ali? And, and then it was, and I confirmed it. And he is Blade. And so if they make some, it, I like I find it so funny that he's you know the Eternals thing. But yeah. they've already dropped little bits of Blade, like hints to Blade in mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok, which was also a double thing because it was kind of poking fun at Taika Waititi's. Um, you know, you can get three vampires in a corner. With the thing, you know, because it had like that right. trident thing. Yeah. That's also a play on Taika Waititi's movie, What right. We Do in the Shadows. But um, also. Um, they mention vampires in uh, Loki, in the thing. You know, they've got we've gotten Titans in here, and we've gotten vampires, and this and that. And it's like, okay. And can we give a quick R.I.P. to the the Netflix Marvel universe that has been man de- decanonized? Because of course, of course, Mahershala Ali was uh, briefly caught. Well, here's another thing on uh, that. So they the, in the three episodes of Hawkeye. Spoiler alert. In the three episodes of Hawkeye, they allude to this, they call him Uncle, mm-hmm. and he's like this mob guy who sure. runs this mafia thing, and it's part of who, like, Jer- Jeremy Renner, um, sorry, Hawkeye, as Ronin, was, like, taking out all the mob people. Right. And it's, like, this really big person 
you know, big white hands. Oh, and so I'm they like, think it's going to be Vincent D'Onofrio again? Oh, my God. If it is, I'm going to shit myself. Because him as Wilson Fisk was is great. Was perfect really good. casting. I have not seen season three of Daredevil. Um, I haven't seen season three. I have not either. Yeah. I saw season one and two. It's kind of hard to get amped for it um, knowing that, like, because, like, what if there is a twist in? I don't know. I, but I just don't understand why they can't throw freaking Matt Murdock. Yeah, Char- Charlie Cox is great. Is the man. I love that guy. Now, he has a new show, I think, so. Oh, so that's not going to happen. Well, but maybe he could be in the movies. Like, that's, that's why I think, like, theoretically, like, oh, I know there was originally, seen... there yep. was some talk of him being in this new coming Spider-Man. Yeah, movie. and you haven't seen Black Widow, have you? No. Oh, my God. No. So Florence Pugh is essentially going to take over the mantle of Black Widow, okay. so. That she's also a black well, widow. Well, all right. So uh, I don't know. So listen. So okay. So I think we've done a good job establishing, though, that um, there are some concerns with sure. Marvel but long if, term. Uh, it's, but it's, so let's 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 segue into Spider Man because that's I cool. know what we wanted to talk about. My premise, my question to you was that like, what if Spider Man sucks? Okay. But obviously, uh, we wanted to take a look at there are you know, five, six, seven, eight other relevant Spider-Man films that come into this conversation here mm-hmm. since this new Spider-Man movie is going to feature, it seems like, actors from... Like, if, if Paul Giamatti winds up in this fucking movie, I'm going to be just, like, be banging, so funny. My, banging my head on I a, will laugh if they just shoehorn him in only to get killed instantly. Right. Like, that. I'm good with that. Right. You know, this dumb Russian thing. Uh, will Dane DeHaan... Sure. Willie though, I don't know that poor guy. He never. I don't know what I happened. Mean, to him. I don't he was supposed to be like this big thing, and then I think it's... it was his fault that. I mean, the uh, look, look, okay. The choices that he made were bad, but the choices that the creative team behind yeah. the Amazing Spider-Man I don't blame 2 at all. were worse. I mean, I don't know that he had much to work with. I don't know that he had a lot to work with. I blame um, Mark Webb. Yeah, yeah, that, just and a guy, guy named Webb, you would think he'd be fine. <laughs> you think? No one's ever made that joke. I, no. I am uh, the first uh, to to notice that. All no, right, so I, I'm I'm really glad that they changed up Electro's look, but I wonder if they're going to address that too mm-hmm. because he was blue in the last one, mm-hmm. and this one he actually has like the weird, you know, is that jolts is, coming off the yeah, side of his face? Is that, is that Thomas Hayden Church again? Is no, Sandman? that that's Sandman. Yeah, Sandman's back for some dumb reason because he wasn't necessarily a villain; he was more like a. I mean, yeah, that in was a way, actually one of the few stories they kind of wrapped up in. In like, it was satisfying. Like, you let him go. Like, all he wanted to do is, you know, get money to fund to pay for his daughter's medical shit. Which you know, were there four villains in that? Oh my god, were there? So okay, wait, wait. So that's Spider-Man three, right? Spider-Man three had Venom, three villains: Sandman and New Goblin. Wait, Electro wasn't also in Spider-Man Three? No, Spider-Man. No, he was in um, Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man Two. Too. Okay, what'll ki- what'll really be he, a kicker? It was him, Rhino, and uh, uh, Hobgoblin. Apparently, right. well, it wasn't Hobgoblin. It was just New Goblin. It was a Goblin. It was a Goblin. Okay, I never understood the gobble, difference gobble. between. Yeah. So, what what the hell was I saying? Um, no, but what would really be the kicker is if they bring in um, like. John Malkovich mm-hmm. as uh, what is it? John Malkovich as Vulture and Anne Hathaway as Wait, why John Black Malkovich Cat. is because oh, the original oh. the original um Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst and all that, they were mm-hmm. going to come back with Sam Raimi right. and it got yeah, I, yeah, that was supposed to be the thing. So really? it was going to be those those two Interesting. it would have been Well, I don't know. yeah, so I I'll be curious to see if is Michael Keaton on the cast list Do we I know? have no idea, but yeah. I can see he shows up. See, he's he's going to be the third best villain as I said earlier, uh not on 
not while we were recording, but I told you I think he's the third best villain in the Spider-Man. Oh, we can go uh, through that cinematic here in a canon. I think. Um, I, well, he's going to be in Morbius with Jared Leto, and that's apparent. That's in the Spider-Man universe too, mm-hmm. the Sony Spider-Man universe, the Venom universe, and Venom is probably going to be in this one too. You think? Yeah. Well. Oh wait, that's right. You told at the you, end you of told Carnage. Because, yeah, I'm. Not, I don't have any interest in Venom either. Well, the, that those movies. It's like the uh, the newest one's good. It's not bad. It's not the worst thing in the world. I liked it. You know, I thought it was fun. It was 90 minutes, so it goes by quickly. Sure. It's, it's action-packed, and watching Tom Hardy talk to himself as, as Venom as well, it's really really entertaining. Uh, but, uh, but no, hey, hey, so you say you say that Michael Keaton is, your as the Vulture, is your third favorite yeah. villain in yeah. the Spider-Man canon yes. since 2002? Correct. Because so we're not canon. There the was movies. a Spider-Man in the like early 80s so or going, 70s, right? I don't know. When they know. did, like, there's a horrible Captain America from the early 90s that's a yeah. Hulk. Like, I think they did this once. Was the it was Hulk like, TV show is a big deal. No, no, but there was a Hulk movie. Yeah, like, and they brought in... Um, from, from like, the 70s. The 80s. Like, I 80s, saw okay. a thing about it, and they actually had Thor in it, but it was yeah. so weird. Yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway, my point is, we're, we're ignoring anything from pre-2002. Yeah, and we're just... Let's, there. We'll just talk about the live-action stuff right yeah. now. So, so okay, so if Keaton as Vulture is your is your number three, then who are your one and two? Oh, well... Who's number two for you? Number two is going to be the Green Goblin played by Willem Dafoe. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's... He's... I like Willem Dafoe as Willem Dafoe, but with that goblin mask on, he's like a Power Rangers Thank villain. Thank you, Weird Al, for that. It's true, though. He's wearing that dumb Power Rangers oh, mask. Oh, I don't even know that one. But, but... he's scarier without it. Oh, he wait, is. Are you I don't know that song. You don't know the the uh, ode to a superhero. It's his parody of Billy Joel's Piano Man. Oh my lord! I have to find that now. You've no- oh no. Okay, right. yeah. Well, I'll listen to it on the way home. Yeah, that's fine. It's good. Okay, cool. I mean, it's weird. Weird Al. Of course, it's good. Okay. Uh, so yeah, number one then it would be Doc Ock. Okay, I would have Doc Ock at my number two. I'd have uh, Adrian Toomes. That's Michael Keaton at number one. Okay. Only because um, he means business. Uh, you know he doesn't he doesn't mess around mm-hmm. doesn't f around there he's uh, pretty hardcore but uh, also it's it's done so well that movie's very good and yeah. the twist where they you know he opens the door to pick to take the you know the girl to homecoming and then it's like oh that's her dad now and it's like what? right and I remember like audible gasps in the theater and it was a lot of fun. And I was like, that is, that's just great. You didn't even see it coming. You didn't see, I mean, yeah, there were clues planted everywhere. But also, the cool thing was, is like, you know, the girl, I forget her name in the movie, mm-hmm. but. Um, not Mary Jane or the other one. Not them. But, you know, it's. Who did, who did, what's her face play? Oh, MJ. Oh, that's Zendaya. She plays, yeah, no, 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 air no, no, quote, no. MJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not Mary Jane or, because I'm just counting that as Mary Jane, but uh, who does. Um, Emma Stone play again. Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. That's right. That's so another person they haven't brought into the to the Holland, right? One, the Tom Holland one, right? So because Gwen Stacy is also in the Toby one. Yes, that's Bryce Dallas Howard. Right. Yes, and uh, she's it just isn't done well. I yeah. thought Gwen Stacy was fine in the other in the Andrew Garfield one. Well, Emma Stone is, and then they also yeah relatable and, and good. Sure, so. she's great, and they also cast um, Shailene Woodley as Mary Jane Watson in. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. They shot a few scenes, and then they just decided to scrap the whole thing. 
because it would have just been too freaking much. Yeah, that, that movie that, was already that, too much. That's what would have been too and much about like, the Amazing Spider-Man. Why would they too? shoehorn that in yeah. too? And yeah. it didn't even amount to anything. Apparently, right. story-wise, it doesn't matter. So, I guess it was going to be a future love interest. Yeah, but it's like which is kind of what they off. did with. Right. That's kind of what they did with. Uh, but they killed off Gwen Stacy right. in that universe, right? So it's you know, but yeah. then you know, but the best. That's kind of what they did with Zendaya, though. Was they kind of a, like I think they just when they dropped to make the, it different, but when all. they dropped the MJ, like that was the that was their way of being like they're probably gonna hook up in the next movie. Oh well, look yeah, what of course they, did. they hooked. But up her name in the is Michelle, in right? Movies, but like, yeah. but like that's okay. And like, she's not fine. a redhead. That's so. I mean that's fine. It doesn't like it doesn't need to be. No, it doesn't. Mary Jane Watson is not so sacred in the uh, the canon of anything that she needs to always be like a redheaded like whatever. That's just from the comics. Trying yeah, to be no, comic I know, accurate, I know that. Um, I, I mean, like Tobey Maguire was like thirty when he was doing mm-hmm. those movies, so and I think I think he was I think he was a little younger. Though. I think he was like twenty seven or twenty eight. Oh my god! And then and then I, they did a little better with Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland were both younger. Like I think they got progressively. Andrew younger. Garfield wasn't younger; he was like twenty six. Was he? I Tom he Holland's like the only one who was like eighteen, 18 I think. or yeah. seventeen when he did it. Oh yeah, they, they and he had to like change his voice on this last one. Apparently, he had to like uh, like have training to like make his voice sound a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah, it's just funny. What one of the things that occurred to me. Ryan, that uh, I kind of wanted to kind of touch on here is so they're taking conceptually, they're taking two failed Spider-Man sequels, mm-hmm. Spider-Man Three, The Amazing Spider-Man Two, and they're tripling down on it and saying, "What if? Wait for it. This was all one movie." One shitty movie. I'm kidding. I don't know if it's going to be. I'm all about it, by the way. Okay, so, like, listen, I like the bravado, and I think, like, if Marvel hadn't already made 80 bajillion dollars, that, like, you wouldn't see a studio attempt. Like, you're not going to see, probably, I say this now, you're not going to see them attempt to, like, reboot the Daredevil, uh, Ben Affleck Daredevil, and then have him somehow meet up with, like, Charlie Cox's Daredevil, right? Like, that's not the world we're living in. They could. I don't really see that occurring. But I will acknowledge, at least, that this takes, in one very narrow view, takes some balls to try to triple down on a concept that has failed twice, that not only did it fail critically, but um, I don't know if I want to use the term failed financially, but like... It was bad enough financially that they were like, ooh, we need to make some changes. We need to yeah. license out Spider-Man to Marvel. Or in the previous case, hey, you guys don't get another sequel. We're going to reboot this in five years just in time to not lose the rights to Marvel. Like, that's that. those were the financial ramifications mm-hmm. of Spider-Man 3 and The Amazing Spider-Man 2 ultimately not being that good. So in your estimation, as we now look at them tripling down, you look at a roster of, like, six potential villains... Mm-hmm. And a couple of extra Spider-Mans. Do you think this will survive the gimmick? And yeah. what I mean by that is, is this movie ultimately going to be stronger than the gimmick? I don't have the numbers, but if you had to think in a pre-Avengers uni- in a pre-Avengers world, so before Iron Man, Spider-Man was probably the most valuable single superhero. Yeah. Uh, commodity Absolutely. of the 2000s. Sure. Probably more valuable than, than Batman. Yeah. Right? More popular in a way. And uh, definitely more valuable, the most valuable Marvel property. Yeah. Right? Certainly, so, at bare minimum, at bare minimum, well, the first half of the decade where we didn't even have a Batman Begins uh-huh. yet. So... Obviously, 
they know that okay so we're in a pre they were pre-avengers and then post-avengers so it makes total sense that they're trying to triple down on this because spider-man is still insanely popular insanely he's he's probably i would say the most popular superhero of all time probably i would say it's neck and neck i, I and don't Batman. have the data in front of us he's probably the most popular marvel superhero he is definitely time. the most popular marvel superhero of yeah. all time and of all time i'd say it's neck and neck between him and batman edging each other out depending on what movie's out like and, say the yeah. dark knight came out right in 2008 i mean even just look at comic sales probably yeah and that edge i mean that that was peak Batman. Right. So then Spider-Man had already kind of fizzled away, mm-hmm. but it still made a ton of money. But then a year like a year later, it was Spider-Man again. But it was not Dark Knight level. But, but also but, but, but okay. Spider-Man is still so beloved inside of the MCU, probably more now than yeah. ever. So yeah, it makes total sense that they're gonna triple down on all this because they'll never get another opportunity for it. Also think about just from a perspective of your of your hypothesis that he's the most valuable mm-hmm. consider the fact that it was a massive like a coup mm-hmm. when we learned like nerd culture exploded when we learned that one marvel had er- had had earned the license mm-hmm. they had negotiated the license for him a partnership in civil war with sony right yeah and then the second big thing was when the internet exploded, when it seemed like that partnership was ending, and like, is Tom Holland gonna be like, what's the future of the Tom Holland Spider Man? And then on top of that, not only were those two things fucking massive, but then Sony attempted to build out their own universe around the singular core of Spider Man, despite the fact. They didn't really have a Spider-Man to build around. So, like, just the the orbit, just being in the orbit of Spider-Man was a big deal mm-hmm. for them. Spider-Man is the Jupiter in the solar system of the Avengers. Right. And that you could say what you want about Iron Man and, and Captain America and, like, the whole Civil War thing. Everybody was because you kind of expected all those. Even Black Panther showing up, people are like, "Who the fuck is that?" Right. Some people were, and I'm like, "I never of, heard of Black Panther." Right. I don't think I'd ever had. And it's one of the most popular. Then. It's one of the most popular storylines in history. But like the added extra bonus was people were like, "Well, this storyline like." And granted, they obviously went a very different direction. But like the comic fans, for them. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man was the main attraction of that storyline because that's yeah. when Peter Parker unmasks himself, yeah. and so they're, they're like, "Well." Even if they don't do that, because we haven't been introduced to him in the MCU, mm-hmm. how do you do Civil War without Spider-Man? How do you do Civil War? How do you do the Avengers in general? Right. Because you have all these B-list and C-list heroes in Avengers. Yeah, they've all be. I mean, you got Hulk as the A-lister, the only A-lister of those ones. So all the rest of them are just kind of ancillary. You know, In the movies, yeah, they became big. But, yeah, to me, when I was younger... Um, the Avengers, to me, whatever I heard about it was it was um, Spider Man and Wolverine, who were neither permitted. Yeah. In and the I fir- feel like yeah. they were probably wanted to get, you know, at the time of Civil War, that was when Logan Logan may have come out or wasn't actually out yet, something like that. In the in the so ballpark. they were still fil- they Logan were still was twenty seventeen, I thought. Yeah, so Civil War is twenty sixteen. Yeah, so they were still finishing up his run. So like, 
I understand, like, they probably really would have liked to get the X-Men, but you bring Wolverine in, you've got to bring the rest of them in. Right. So they're, they're like, no, but we can get Spider-Man. Right. And that will make it a complete, air quote, complete Avengers team. Right. Until sometime in the future when they finally get Fantastic Four. And yeah, and, and I would argue I would argue that there was not the same level of, I mean, yes, people liked the Fantastic Four and they love the X-Men. Uh-huh. I still don't think there was the same level of response to Marvel. And, and granted, the conditions are a little bit different, but... I don't know that there was the same level of response, anecdotally in my personal experience, mm-hmm. but there was the same level of response to Marvel working it out not once but twice with Spider-Man as there was to Marvel getting either oh. the Fantastic Four oh, and, or and X-Men. Like, I just don't think the reaction was the same. Right. As it was. Like, Spider-Man, just he, he is so colossal, as you mm-hmm. pointed out, mm-hmm. that he, shre- he, he is bigger than... The entire roster of superheroes yes. that come with those two franchises, yeah. and I, you know, I actually also give Tom Holland a lot of credit for being able to carry it because, oh my God, that's a lot. Like that's a that's a lot. But you know what? I'm thinking, um, I don't know what's going to happen in the future when with with all of this because Sony is pretty ironclad on their own specific universe that is just a tangent of the MCU at this point. Mm-hmm. So who knows what they're going to do after this? I hope, I hope that they can finally get to a point where. You know, you don't have to rely on Peter Parker, but you're relying on somebody like Miles Morales or something like yeah. that because they're going to have to rebuild the Avengers in a way. Yeah. And the only way I see it going forward is when you finally bring in, like, every character they're bringing in are people now, like, you know, weird stories that are more fringe, which is cool. You know, like Kate Bishop in, in Hawkeye. That's cool. That's She's been a comic staple for like a decade and a half. And, you know, uh, the new the new Widow and, and they also um, did, Secret um, Invasion. They also gonna did Miss Marvel in the video game. Miss Marvel is, I'm really looking forward to that. And, but no, no, no. So what I'm thinking though, you need somebody classic. And there's nobody more classic after, like, you know, Iron Man and Captain America and all that in the Marvel Universe than the Fantastic Four. So when that comes out in a couple of years, you know, you're going to be – hopefully they're not going to think even – give even a slight thought to the Fantastic Four movies that came before them. Because I can't imagine that they would. They're not good. And I never saw the newest one, and I didn't – I only saw maybe little bits of, of The Rise of Silver Surfer. I was really pissed that, you know – it got so. Sh- it was just so shitty. Apparently, it was a PG rated movie. The first one was PG thirteen, but like, I just um, I-, I want them to really do it because Mr. Fantastic is like he's like a Tony Stark type. He should really be, you know, he should be that charismatic one. Him and and Sue Storm and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I want the four of them to really just carry this. So that would be cool. And then when they finally bring in the X Men, maybe they can figure out a way to incorporate just a few of them make it more of a small band of people you know characters that we already know you don't have to do too much of a backstory not like eternals eternals doesn't even need to be they can barely mention them in the future and i'd be fine it's not like that was look it's not like that was an overall bad movie you can watch it it's fine it's just nobody knows who they are right that's the trouble <laughs> so uh so yeah so okay so now here we are mm-hmm this movie's coming out in just a couple of weeks from I got tickets recording. for IMAX on my birthday. Me and Harrison going to go see it on my birthday. Never been to IMAX before. I'm excited. And, and so, like, based on what we've talked about, I think I, I'd be surprised if it actually sucked, if, we, if it actually was disappointing. Well, what's your take on the last one? What'd you, did you like uh, Far From Home? Yeah, I thought Far From Home was fine. I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was fine. I thought um, I thought this, the whole storyline with Peter kind of – 
you know, he's figuring things out, but he's still a high school kid. Yeah. But I thought Mysterio, I would put him in my top three villains. He was, he was again, he was fine. I, I Here's oh, here's where I'm kind of at. Like, actually, I think Jill I Hall did prefer, like, the best job of being a disarming, cool, older brother type to yeah, him in that no, movie. Yeah, he did do a good job. And then turning into you a know, complete if you, psychopath. Yeah, if you ask Taylor Swift, that's apparently what he's just like. Uh, I don't want to think no, about that. Uh, so, anyway, um. We talk about that ten minute song she did. Brittany will really appreciate. I'm not that, listening that to comment. it. It's actually pretty good. No, I, I'll it's listen to. I'll good. listen to Taylor Swift circa 2014, please. And that's no. It. Listen, I'll tell you, it's better. It's better. Are you telling me it's better than 22? Are you telling me it's better than we're never ever getting back together? Are you telling me it's also better than, about Jake Gyllenhaal? I'm I don't care. Sure. Shake it off, huh? Huh? Those I mean, are I, those songs I, are classics. I don't really like. I don't really like Taylor. I like some. Pop years. I like some. T- I like some Taylor. I will it's tell okay. you the ten minute version. I, Brittany made me listen to it. Uh, let me say made me. We had an agreement on how we were going to trade off the. Did you make her listen to Desolation Row? No, she's heard Desolation Row. Oh, okay, That's I've never. Cool. I've never heard all too well. I listened to the ten minute version. I actually thought it was quite good. That being said, let's not get derailed by T Swift. Uh, she's a derailer. So. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, my question to you is this. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't think that it's likely that anyone that you, I don't think you're going to walk out disappointed from yeah. this movie. I think that. But I am curious if you have any idea of like where on earth can they go after this? Because this has a very. That's what I thought at the last end of Endgame. Jedi feel. To yeah. It. Like like just based on the premise, my thought is I don't really know where they can go after this. Uh, I thought that after Endgame, and actually after watching Endgame, I was like, man, I think just end it here and I'm done. I'm good. I'm fine with it. It is a full-on arc. It had a satisfying ending. You know, people are kind of retroactive, retrospectively going back, looking at it, and like, eh, was Endgame really that good? You can, of course you're going to say that because you can, you need everything else for Endgame. Well, However, uh, the last movie often, I was actually, the last movie is often the worst one for that reason. It's but like that doesn't but but here's the thing. When we say the worst one, we need mm-hmm. to clarify like there's okay, there's like there's the Matrix Revolution. Uh-huh. There's the rise of Skywalker. But then there's like we had an entire podcast episode about this, but then there's Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. or Endgame, Endgame. Where like just because, yes, it might be theoretically the worst movie of the series. That is a shitty way of describing it. It's still a satisfying conclusion. It's not a and well, Endgame isn't a, isn't the worst Avengers. That's Ultron. Well, yeah, that is true. Actually, but a lot of people actually hold Infinity War uh, higher than Endgame. I, as do I. I think Be, Infinity War is great. As far as a movie with yeah, a start and excellent. a finish and everything, it actually is. I think be- it's more concise. It's not as long, and it, you know, it's good. But however, however, uh, Endgame is great because of that la- that final that final hour of the movie is the best final hour of m- most movies this like i said this spider-man based on the trailer uh-huh. has a very last jedi feel and it's also the third of tom holland's spider-man movies i don't know how many he's contractually obligated right. for so what i'm essentially asking you is where can they go from here because it sure feels like this is going to be awfully finite if they're attempting to wrap up uh-huh. the loose threads of two previous Spider-Man franchises. They're gonna they're gonna wrap those up, and they're gonna continue on with with Tom Holland. They, ha- they I don't think they have to, but I feel like they should grow him up a bit, let him become a you know an adult. He can graduate and all that high school whatever because he's still like what a, he's going to be in his senior year of high school in this. In this Who's version? to say after the the, the gap? I have the no five clue year gap. anymore. Yeah. Anyway, but no, so I 
I feel like it's just it's going to go into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because that's the clear that's the next one. So that's the clear path that they're going toward, and they're trying to make. Basically, like Doctor Strange is gonna be the Tony Stark to him now, which I think is cool. I like Doctor Strange a lot, but um, I I don't know how Spider Man is really gonna fit in that. I feel like they're gonna take Tom Holland and throw him into the Sony verse after this, and he's gonna be around sort of in the background a little bit, and he'll come back when needed. But they're not gonna make a big thing trying to continue his continuity inside of this universe. So does that make sense? Basically, I'm saying Doctor Strange is gonna get he's gonna get out GTFO Strange, and then also because she's studying all this stuff, um, uh, Wanda. You didn't watch the whatever. Yeah. So Wanda Maximoff is going to also go into a diff, into that other universe, and it's gonna be this thing. Like they're gonna they're gonna go into this other pocket universe and it's gonna be it's gonna be that's where we're gonna be and then the Spider Man like I feel like Spider Man is gonna be the only other character that can really jump through all these but also Venom is apparently like the symbiotes have a have a link to multiverse so can I can I ask it's so you though, weird you you think I don't though, know where the hell they're gonna go right. but I don't see Tom Holland staying into it in it the way that they're they yeah see I I was to. actually thinking earlier this is interesting that you brought that up I was thinking that it wouldn't be Tom Holland necessarily in the Sony verse I was thinking what this would do would be potentially introduce a new Spider-Man mm-hmm. maybe even Miles Morales do it I'm I'm but it would introduce a new potential Spider-Man who uh-huh. would then anchor the Sony universe because yeah. we, like I I think at this point Tom Holland is is so synonymous with Marvel's Spider-Man mm-hmm. that I don't really see how Sony would be able to market that and make it work for them. Well, Sony Sony apparently doesn't care as much as Marvel does. Like they're like we can make money with this on our own without you. So like what happened at the at right after um I don't know if you heard this, so right after Far From Home came out, they got into a spat and then decided no, we're not going to yeah. make any more. Yeah, yeah, that was movies. what I was alluding to earlier yeah. about about how they nearly they they nearly parted ways. And then everybody was just like they have a whole story to finish. They got to finish this story and I feel like that's part of the reason also why they're throwing the kitchen sink at it to be like, look, if we're going to be done then do this. Let's make it as big as we can possibly make it. I mean, shit, the movie's two hours and 40-some minutes, you know? Right. It's a long movie, so, like, they're going to throw everything they can into it, and I'm fine for that. So then they can tangentially, again, he will be a tangent to the MCU universe as we know it, but I don't think he's going to be showing up nearly as often. It's going to be as as needed. So if they do another Avengers, like, they're going to do, like, if they do Secret Invasion, which they're going to, and that Samuel Jackson's going to be in it, but that's going to be a series. They're not going to put Spider-Man in a series like that. Spider-Man live-action film, they don't, like, Disney does not have that right. in their pocket at all. They have all the animated stuff. Let me ask you a question. I think. Let me ask you a question. So Spider-Man, they're throwing the kitchen sink at it. So my question for you, you alluded to maybe this is it. It's not technically retconning. Mm. In a literal sense, they're not. Re- it doesn't like they they have created a plausible, mm-hmm. based on the context of you know mm-hmm. the universe that it's in. Yeah, a plausible way to fit these characters. Yes, in and yeah. that's fine. So we we're willing to accept the premise because they, as with most things, they've they've always pushed and they keep doing it. Marvel pushes their their you know they're trying to get to a point where essentially they can just people can go swing in and out of, of, of different universes, right? Mm. 
and they've been pushing us closer and closer to this. They've been doing this since Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I think eventually is going to be canonized as part of its own universe as well. It sort of is now, but eventually it will cross over. I have not seen the conclusion of it, but I assume that at some point they're going to try and do that. I have no clue. Um, it was a very, very popular yeah, series run. Point being, though, so it's not technically retconning what they're doing, but isn't it a little bit like they're like, do you are you bothered at all by the fact that it seems like Marvel is attempting to either a spit in Sony's face and say, by the way, you guys fucked this up so badly. Look at what we could do with all the same shit that you mm-hmm. fucked up or two. I guess it could be and or two is Marvel actually saying we're going to clean up your mess because you guys made a big fucking mess. And now yeah. we have to clean this up to preserve the integrity of this franchise moving forward. I think Marvel's cleaning it up okay. by utilize, using every possible thing that Sony already had. They're like, look, we can take everything in one movie and make it better than you did in five, six. You know, That's what they're trying to do. Now, is it going to be as good as any of the other ones? That is to say, maybe. You know, I hope it is. I think this is what they've been trying to they've been trying to push for like a Sinister Six movie too. Yeah. And I think this is gonna be what that becomes essentially. Right. If that's just gonna be that. What but uh I don't again, I don't see Spider Man Tom Holland Spider Man being a big thing in the MCU mm-hmm. any after this. Do you have okay, do you have an uh does that bother you? I mean no. if that okay. They've already they, if it's a good story with a complete final ending. And they say, okay, well, he's going to exist in his own little pocket universe where he's the only hero, or essentially. Like, he's like, you know, back to himself and just just him and his. Right. I'm fine with that. I'm cool. What are you looking forward to potentially the most uh, when we... Because I don't think it's possible to have this conversation without acknowledging the return of, of a couple of actors who are obviously really iconic. Um, I think it's interesting that it kind of appears like Doc Ock is going to be kind of filling a bit of a mentor role or at least like maybe not a villain but in kind of an anti-hero he's gonna be more of like i feel like see it's hard to tell because it seems like is he a villain or is he a good di- like I what's think, the ha- what's happening in that trailer because i have no clue what's happening yeah i'm I, it's, they show it's, so much and i still don't know what's going I mean, on it's, it's really really tough my best guess based on what we saw is that he must have some ill will towards toby peter mm-hmm. but yeah. When he realizes that that's not, he must. He'd be like, "You're not Peter Parker." The sci- <laughs> the scientist inside of him mm-hmm. must retake command of the octopus arms. Or whatever. I haven't seen Spider Man two in a really long time. I remember the octopus, great. the arms control him for a yes. period of time. Anyway, but I'm guessing that he finds some level of redemption in okay. this film because. That's kind of why he was such a compelling villain in the first yeah, place. Yeah, and he's like, I'm that, not going to die a monster. Right. You know? He and had like cool. real motivations and was like, yeah. he didn't but, suck. Like He wasn't like a bad guy. Again, yeah. the things that worked for, for Vulture. Like, yeah. not a bad guy. Had suffered through oh, some no. tragedy. He, like, he was a bad guy. Uh, he became a pretty bad well, guy. Well, yes. But but like his his he started from a good place. Yeah. Does that make sense? He had like, a contract and he got screwed over. And he wanted to support his family because yeah. like, he's a working stiff, you know? Yeah. But again, like he also has a kind of moral code that he lives by because we see that in the first Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, uh, Homecoming, Yeah, that he has a moral code that he lives by because he protects Peter. Yeah. Um. So again, like I think there's an element of that. Like these are interesting, more interesting villains than we've probably been graced with from Marvel in the past. So, Getting back to my very roundabout question for you. Is there anything that you're particularly excited about? Anyone you're particularly excited to see mm-hmm. 
Um, is this cheapening at all? No. You don't think so? That no. I think it's great that they're if they can actually get the three Spider Men that we know from live action Spider Man movies in the whole thing together. I'm fine with that. All right, let me ask you this question. Let yeah. me ask you this question. What's up? Do you think that Marvel saw the success of Into the Spider Verse and they were like, "Oh, we can do that too." Yep, exactly. You know, so you, do you think? But you know what's funny what is that they, movie wasn't as successful as people make it out to right, be, right? But what, financially, it was critically though. Yes, a darling, it's wonderful. And that's listen. Even if it's not financially successful, mm-hmm. when you have something that was so critically successful and was extremely kid friendly mm-hmm. from a marketing perspective, even if it is not the financial hit that you want it to be. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that you gain from that long term when planting the seeds, which we now see. But so what I'm asking, what I'm curious your take on, whether or not this, like, do you think they scrapped whatever they had in mind for, like, maybe, like, they didn't scrap, like, the end I of, think they of whatever, like, out. the ultimate, like, end point of, of yeah. this third Spider-Man movie would I think be. it's because those two have been so successful, yeah. the, the Holland ones, that, like, they decided, you know what, if we can do this, let's do it. But I think they also, it's also born out of the frustration of having to work, two studios having that are kind of competing with the same character, with, with one character. I think it's just a compromise. They're like, look, let's just do this. Sorry. Well, let's just do this and then... You know, then we then we can figure it out later. But at least with this, we'll have a definitive end to it. So anyway, hey, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to know what's your okay. So um, this might be obvious, but I want to ask you: What is your favorite Spider-Man movie? That's a good question. Um, If you asked me, I'm asking you right now. Yeah, but if you asked me pre-Tom Holland, it would definitely be Spider-Man Two. I'm gonna say now it's probably still Spider-Man Two. Okay. I will give, uh, I think Homecoming is damn close. Yeah. You know, my favorite little bit of Spider-Man 2 is is uh, when um, Doc Ock's arms take over and they go at, like, the scientists that are trying to take them off. And it's this evil, you've never seen Evil Dead. I remember texting yeah. you being like, dude, have you seen Evil Dead? And you're like, no. And I'm like, oh, my God. So it's like that scene in High Fidelity where he's like, I haven't seen Evil Dead 2 yet. But the word yet. Anyway, so, no, the whole thing is so, it's the most Raimi moment of the entire Spider-Man trilogy. It's so great. I could watch that scene over and over. It's it's just funny. Like, the way the, ang- the angles of everything are shot and, like, then like there's this chainsaw and like you just see like this like he knocks the scientist back behind this thing and then you see the hand raise up with a chainsaw and it's like oh it's total not not the Evil Dead that's so great because you know he puts a chainsaw on his severed arm and he's like groovy you need to watch Evil I Dead do, I do know the groovy reference ah oh, anyway no 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 so yes so uh, I, I love Spider Man two for that it, what is your favorite. My favorite Spider-Man movie is Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. I count that. I don't care no, about live action absolutely. and all that. You that's because that. it is a theatrically released yeah, movie. So I of all those, yeah. Spider-Verse uh, does everything you want a Spider-Man movie to do. It also juggles a ton of spider people. Um, you know, from the from you know the great Nick, what is it? Oh God, what's his name? Jake Johnson. Yeah. Playing, um, I think it was Nick Miller in the in the New Girl, but uh, Jake Johnson playing Peter B. Parker. <laughs> and he's kind of a, you know, he's in his 30s and he's kind of slovenly just, you know, out of, a little out of shape. And him and Mary Jane got divorced and then he tried to open up a Spider-Man themed restaurant and lost all his money. And he's living in this crappy apartment oh, and God. still kind of fighting crime, but whatever. And then he gets sucked into the spite into the 
into the other universe, and then you get Spider Gwen, and then of course there's Peter Porker, who John Mulaney yeah, plays, yeah. and then uh, was it Spider Man, Spider Noir, or Spider? Oh crap, what's his name? Spider from 1933 or whatever, and it's uh, it's Nicolas Cage. Okay, and he's you know he he uh, he fights crime and and I just like fighting crime, Gary. And, yeah, and, and killing not and like beating Nazis down nice. and stuff, fighting Nazis, and then uh, yeah, and then and then yes, yeah, and then Spider Gwen, of course, and Miles Morales, and it's also 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 awesome because, um, in a weird little cameo role was uh, was um, the original Peter Parker, who's this blonde haired blue eyed whatever, but he's played by Chris Pine, mm-hmm. who was killed by Kingpin, right? And I thought it was really cool that Kingpin was in it along with uh, what Prowler and Scorpion and you know some other villains that you don't really see too often. But then Dr. Doc Ock is Olivia Octavius. It's Mm. Catherine Hahn who plays her. And I'm like, when that reveal came out, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that movie's just so fun. It's so well made. Oh, my God. Animation, there's a million things you can find. Every time you watch it, there's something new you'll see. That's what I think is really cool. But that's also because it's animated, you know. But, um, yeah, that's my favorite one. What about uh, favorite actor? Or actress, which throughout any of as Spider Man, uh, throughout any of any one, asking my favorite performance. Yeah. Oh, see, it's not. It's that's pretty easy because I can exclude every one of the uh, Tobey Maguire ones because they're all just schlocky. Um, I will not stand for this Willem Dafoe erasure. Okay. Yeah. Damn. You're right. (laughs) I'm something of a scientist myself. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. He has a fucking smile. He's acting circles around everyone in that movie. <laughs> Even when he's like, hey, yeah. like, like his art, he's like that grin. Right, no, like, like, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, they're all at, like, the 100 or 200 level courses. He's fucking teaching the class. He is know? teaching that shit. He is, he is schooling all of them. And it's like... Toby's not great. No, he's not a good. He's not that great of an actor. James Franco's my whatever. Opinion. James Franco's terrible in those yeah, movies. Uh, he's not good. And... I'm, I'm I mean, he, indifferent I, yeah, about yeah. about uh, Kirsten Dunst. She also wasn't very good. Yeah, yeah whatever. But um, and then Aunt May just kind of annoyed me. Yes. You know who I did enjoy? Uh, every every woman's a damsel in distress in uh-huh. the Spider-Man universe, or they're cheering Spider-Man on. Right. There is literally no one else. I really enjoy. As far as my favorite performance, um, I like. Yeah, you're gonna say Willem Dafoe. I I think I'll have. I don't want to agree with that. I don't want to say no because I don't want to. It's not a bad performance. It's just it's kind of hammy, but it's great. It's hammy in a good way. I, I like Willem Dafoe. I don't. Again, I don't like the the suit he's wearing. I don't like that goblin, and it's it's just. I like Goblin. I, I don't like the way he looks. I'm actually not going to say Willem Dafoe, even though I obviously like I, I love because oh. he's so compelling and hammy and fun, but. I like no. You know what it is? It's it's Michael Keaton. Yeah, that's mine. It's Michael Keaton. Yeah, is you're that... the shocker. You're up there wearing that goofy thing, lighting up cars, calling yourself the shocker. I'm the shocker. I shock people. What is this pro wrestling? <laughs> Michael Keaton doing his Michael Keaton yeah. thing. I really wanted him to say like after, like right when he's about to take out the shocker guy, he's like, "You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts!" Like yeah. I wanted something he, like he's that. Hands down, I think the best performance. That guy's the best. Michael movies. Keaton is is the best. He's, um, he's awesome in everything. Okay, best rendition of Uncle Ben. Oh, oh, um, oh, that's easy for me. That's uh, uh, why am I forgetting his fucking name? Uh, that's Martin Sheen. In my humble opinion, see the correct answer right. is no one because Marvel got it right, and we don't fucking need Uncle Ben. You don't need him, but that's only because you've seen him twice in movies. 
I don't really care. I didn't really care about what's his face. Cliff Robertson's whatever. He's just a, he, he, they're so old. How are they aunt and uncle? Like how old are Peter's parents? Yeah. Are they great aunt, great uncle? That's what it they don't se- explain that, it. That's what it seems like. They seem it seems more like in both those. Although it's okay. The the, the progression of of. Uh, they get younger as oh, yeah, we go. Yeah, Aunt May just gets younger each time. Oh, uh, your, your hot, it, hot it Aunt May. Sally, is what, it was Sally Field, right? Yeah, in um, in uh, Andrew Garfield, right? Was. And, then and it, that had a that had a motherly tone to it, not a grandmotherly right, vibe. Okay. That was fine. Yeah, they went from they went from grandma elderly. Aunt May. Yeah, elderly. That woman like looked like she was like fifty years older at least. That she's in her eighties now, Rosemary. Is she? Yeah. If she's not dead already. And then Cliff Robertson's passed away since. Right, but. Uh, no, I, I like as far as if you, if I had to pick between the two, I like Martin Sheen and most things Martin Sheen does, so I'm cool with that. Right. And I like Sally Field for the most part; she's fine in it. I like how she actually she she did a lot more than Rosemary Harris. It wasn't Rosemary Harris's fault, but then I love. I mean, I I just love Marissa. Marissa Tomei is great. I would just yes, she's wonderful. Yeah. She doesn't age either. She's just a, uh, she is a very pretty lady. Right. Um, <laughs> you hate it when I start like ogling how I mean, pretty ladies are, or even do. I'll even talk about dudes being super. Like Jake yeah, Gyllenhaal is a sexy as man. As long as people know that we we objectify both men and women, I objectify show. everybody. I don't All give right. a shit. So, um, but it's not. It's you know, Marissa Tomei's ag. She's val- a great actress. Her value too. does not come from being an attractive woman. I, I say it every time. I think I feel like if you know me as a person. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just not every, not everybody who listens is gonna ultimately. Like, I right thought it now, was a great right twist. Right now, our audience is mostly people who know us but there might come a day when they're not people who know us and we need to make sure that they know fair enough but i thought it was a really great twist uh setting it up that aunt may you know oh i thought you'd be older and he's like well we come in all different shapes and sizes and all this and it's like you do yeah and you're you know marissa tomei who's like 52 by the way yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah. I actually would have guessed that she was older just based on like how long her career has been. I mean, she doesn't look fifty-two, but no. she's been around. Like, remember, nineteen ninety like two, two was three, my cousin two, Vinny. Yeah. So that was like yeah. twenty-nine years ago. So who's who's yours? What's your favorite one? Uh, it... fa- no one. I I I I like oh, right, not right. having Uncle Ben. Okay. Question. Yeah. Okay, I got two questions actually. Sure. So I'm, I'm going to cheat a little bit. That's but fine. So, so the first one is, who got the bigger raw deal? Toby or Andrew Garfield? Andrew Garfield. He got a raw deal. Listen to how he talks about what Spider-Man was like, because he, he grew up the biggest Spider-Man fan ever, so it was a dream come true for him, and how like it just became this corporate thing, mm-hmm. and he fucking hated it after that. He was tell- He did an interview with, uh, it was funny, it was like an actor-to-actor thing, so he was talking to like... Uh, Oh, uh, what's her Amy Adams, and she was sharing some of her similar the similarities between playing an iconic person from a comic book and how the corporate bullshit and all the company execs kind of end up ruining a character. And sure. he's like, I wasn't having fun doing the second one. So, so. we we think then probably yeah. he's going to have the biggest redemption arc of the Spider Man. No. I doubt so? he's even. He keeps saying doubling, tripling down in it that he's not in it. He's a fucking liar. But, yeah, you know. he's definitely but lying. No, but you don't and hear Benedict a f- Cumberbatch is not playing con. And it's like there's that, and then um, nobody said a thing to Tobey Maguire. He just doesn't talk to anybody. He sits around playing celebrity poker and shit like that. Right. Mm. Uh, all right. Second question: mm-hmm. Are we? Is it even necessary at this point? Like, do you give one one millionth of an iota of a shit? About Peter's parents. No. Okay. No. I don't care. Okay. I don't care. Anyway, um, so 
how believable is it to you that Marissa Tomei and uh, and um, John Favreau in the movies are hooking up? I can buy it. I mean, they're both like forties. I, I I can buy fifty. I, I think I think so. I, I know How I Met Your Mother did a funny, and I don't say that much about that show. Like uh-huh. cause most of How I Met Your Mother is like that show's ideas. They're, yeah. The writers were like, "I have a really good idea. Let's not flesh it out at all." Yeah. And we're not going to figure out how to properly conceptualize it. Right. But they had a, a concept that they threw out in an episode about the idea of, uh, like, sort of one A reacher member. and a settler, right? Right. The reacher and the settler. Yeah, so sure. one member of the couple being the reacher and the settler. But they're not a couple, as says Aunt May. It's just not, it's not, not a thing, really. And he's just like, we're totally dating. And it's just really funny. So, but like, I, I could see it because yeah, that because can, of that I dynamic. Can buy it. I can buy it, too. I mean, I'm I'm sad that he didn't wind up. I'm, si- I'm sad that Happy doesn't wind up mm-hmm. with the nurse from Iron Man three who he watches mm-hmm. Downton Abbey with. But mm-hmm. that is a dated sentence. That's like, whew. boy, um, no one no one remembers that. What's uh, let me see? Does anyone did I I want to know? Uh, reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter and and the Insta. Did you remember that Happy likes Downton Abbey? Because I can't believe I just remembered. I it. did not know that. I don't. I forgot that. Because uh, Tony Stark says he thinks it's elegant. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the line. Oh yeah, what was that in Iron Man three? Yeah, yeah, okay. Wait, because he's he he gets blown up, right? And he survives the explosion, but he's in like deep shit, and he might die, right? And so like he's in a coma, uh-huh. and they put on Downton Abbey for him, and the right. nurse is like watching with him. Oh, I remember now. And it's like like I feel like there was like a little implication of like, exactly. like oh, maybe he and the nurse are gonna get together. Like, yeah. Why, why can't happy find happiness? Happiness need, happy needs happiness. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what's your favorite um, villain's ability in a in a Spider-Man movie? Uh wow, that's a good question. Yeah, like a villain power. I mean, obviously, it doesn't have to be like you know, a, it it can be whatever. It so, can be technology based. It can be whatever. Yeah. So I feel like of what uh, we've seen, and, and maybe I'm not remembering like what his weakness, if he has a weakness, is, but like, like I feel like. Sandman is like unbeatable, right? Like, has to like, be. there's no way to defeat him. Hence, why he's like at the end, he's like, I just want to help my daughter. Yeah, like at Thomas Hayden Church, who's great, by the way. He's like, fantastic. Like, yeah. So, I, I feel like that's kind of like maybe I don't know if that answers. I don't like. I think that's the most powerful. But you want to know my start, favorite? Yeah. You want to know my favorite? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's probably not that because like I don't like I don't like it when you're like godlike. You know what yeah. I mean? Um. Fuck, it's a good question. So uh-huh. favorite. So I'm, I'm I'm debating now. Or the best favorite best. Well, so okay, best is definitely fucking Sam, man. Like sure. he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He can. He can. And like, he but, sh- I, but can he shit? Mm. I think about that a lot with movie characters. Like if they, if I think they can poop, then they seem more real to me. Right. If I can, if I can almost picture them on the toilet. Would he form the poop out of sand? Does he have to eat? Does That's he have a great to? Question. Is he just buff? That's the thing about superheroes. They get a super serum, so they're always in shape. Well, yeah, and so like Spider Man gets bit by the like BS. Although it was really, I mean, again, you want to go back spider. to the, the first Spider Man when uh, the, with Toby, where he gets bitten and then he wakes up and he's like, "Oh, I have abs!" Like you had abs yesterday, motherfucker. Uh, like, like, shut up. Yeah, and had, nobody notices at school that uh, you're cut. Right. Like, get out of here. You were fucking ripped yesterday, dude. Motherfucker. You think you think like, fl- like nobody nobody. Mary Jane you. would be like, "Ooh, Peter's been working out." Like, wait, that happened quick. Uh huh. Yeah, something's weird. Something weird will happen with this guy. He doesn't steroid. Yeah, on fucking steroids. That's what it is. Um, yeah. So as far as powers go, uh huh. Probably, I guess Electro is 
pretty cool. Like, I like electros. Like, like if I if I wanted the powers for myself. Okay, yeah. Let's let's like, change I this question. I, I think I would want to. I that's what I would want to be able to do is fucking okay. like electrocute shit. If you could take then, any power from a Spider-Man villain, what I would, would totally be? be electro because then okay. I could also totally do the Palpatine and be like unlimited power. Do you think he would also be like Bedlam in Deadpool, where he can also he controls electrical currents, including the ones in your brain that cause anxiety and fear? Didn't you ever see Deadpool 2? No, uh, Terry yeah, Crews. I did, I did. Terry Crews yeah. is as a cameo role right, in it. And he's right. bedlam. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, like right now. And they're all like, oh. <laughs> I forgot about that, actually. I completely forgot about that. Wouldn't it be great if Deadpool shows up in this? <laughs> that would, so actually, that They've would confirmed be. confirmed it for the MCU. Yeah, that actually would be hilarious. That would be the greatest. But it, like, I, it needs to be just completely like, I, absolutely no bearing on the story oh, whatsoever. No, you just see him show up. Right. He didn't have to say it. He, just like, be like, he could be shitting on a toilet reading a book. I'd be like, yeah, that's that's, that's the best thing about Deadpool tracks. is I can absolutely picture him taking a poop. Like, absolutely. Yeah. That's the most real shit. And that's, you He know, would talk about his poops. Like, he'd be I, like, oh, this poop looks like my mom and yeah, stuff, like, you know. Well, that poop's not an S. No, that's not. Because like an S is like the healthy poop. Uh, I don't know. I, I read that once. I, that might be true for dogs. I don't it know if it's true It doesn't necessarily need to be an S. Well, it depends on the shape of your toilet, I suppose. If your toilet has a big basin in it. Right. It just goes straight in. True. So, you know, anyway. All right. So, hey, you know, you know. Welcome to your, the poop spiel. Eat your fiber, you yeah. know. you know, But don't eat spinach. too much. Yeah, you want to be regular. Yeah. And uh, you want it to just be able to. Beans. You know. Those are good. Yeah. All right. So, so um, uh, if I had to pick one, though. Yeah. Uh, a power I, for yourself. Oh, boy. Um. Um, I wouldn't do Doc Ock because the stuff controls him because he's actually a pretty nice guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, you don't want to throw. Also, it doesn't sound like you want to throw weird grenades at people that like turn them into skeletons instantly. Which oh, that's, also, why did that never get used against fucking Spider Man? I don't understand it. Um, I don't know. Like a lot of them are more tech based. If you really think yeah. about it, I wouldn't want to be lizard because he turns into a lizard. Right. He sucks. I wouldn't want to be. I actually Venom. forgot about him. And, and like, I like Reese Fons. Iphens? Reese Iphens. I like him. I like him, too. You know, because the only other thing I've seen him in that I remember, I know he's been in a lot, but he's the fucking, he's the wiry kicker in The Replacements. Oh, he's a, oh yeah, he is. Yeah. And then he has a cigarette hanging out. Yeah. His, yeah. And then he's also in Notting Hill. I remember that. Yeah. And he's... Uh, no, he's got plenty of things he's in where he's He's going like to be Rasputin in the new Kingsman legitimately movie. Legitimately good. And he's the main villain in the new Kingsman. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. He's playing Rasputin. But uh, anyway, um, I don't even know. It's really hard for me to pick. Um, I really, uh, I don't, I just don't. You don't want to be a rhinoceros either. I don't want to be a rhinoceros. I don't want to be a lizard. Cri- yeah, I don't want to be that. Or a goblin. I don't want to be goblin. You don't want to be a spider. I, I don't. I, I mean, Doc I'd like Ock to have Spider-Man's Oh, wait. Do, I'm sorry. Doc Ock would be an octopus. I don't want him to be. Well, it's only because he has eight, right. whatever. But, um, God, man, it's really tough. It's really tough. I like Sandman just for the fact that he can just <laughs> move about yeah. wherever. What about, um, you, 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 I'm, I'm curious, you've been... Not Venom. Yeah, I don't want to be Venom. very quiet no. on, on the big V-Man. I mean, it depends. I don't want to be Venom from Spider-Man 3, but I wouldn't mind messing around being Venom Oh, you from... didn't like Eddie Brock's highlights? You know I didn't. We've talked about this on previous episodes. Yeah. The last episode, I believe. I don't even know. If we t- did we talk about this? I just remember we, you yeah, telling me about bit. your son's reaction. Yes, that was the last episode. Which is, may I just say... Amazing! Oh yeah, that's Venom. Yes, that's Venom. That's the funniest shit I've ever heard. That's in my Eddie life. Brock. That's Venom. Yeah, and it's like eighty-five percent of the movie is already over, and he's just so mad. He's waited so long for this puny little Venom. They only shoehorned in because the studio like really he's wanted. Got, like him yeah, in there. got these orange highlights. Why can't I think of Topher Grace's name? Uh, orange or not orange? Blonde highlights. Whatever. Like he's very. It's like, two thousand seven, wh- baby. Wasn't his issue? I'm trying to remember what his issue was like. 
I was watching maybe it was honest trailers or something like that, but they actually went in and they were like, uh, like his entire motivation for the movie doesn't even make sense because like it could have been solved in like two minutes. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, I'd probably do electro too. Yeah. There's a lot of power, no pun intended, with that with that type of thing. Yeah, if I could do electro without like like if I could turn off like vulture seems like a lot of work. Right. And, but like, you know, if you could turn off the electricity, you know what I mean? Because like cause isn't his big thing how he like can never turn it off? In the movie? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Feels like that's the downside. Yeah, man, I don't know if I'd want any of those. That sucks. That's a yeah, maybe that's the point that maybe that's with the great point. power. There's a lot of responsibility. Great responsibility. There's a lot Ryan. of responsibility. Well, I'm trying to think what else. All right, so you're so, gonna hear the line again and again and again. So, what are you excited for for this next? We'll finish it off on this. Yeah. Which, what are you most excited for the next Spider-Man yeah. movie? Yeah. So I am. Um, I'm assuming you're going to see it. Yeah, I, I will. Are you going to go to a theater to see it? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm boosted. So, I, I mean, like, I'm, I'm you know, you're I, invincible. As Aaron Rodgers said, I'm, 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 I'm immunized. Fucker. Uh, if I'm being totally honest, uh, I, I think if we could get one shot of the Spider Men together, mm-hmm. I think, regardless of what happens, I think that would be kind of cool to see. And I hope that it works in the context of the film. Because there's a very good chance it won't. We've seen things like this not work before. In fact, to Star Wars' credit, because they could have so easily fucked this up, they fucked up so much, we never did get a reunion between Luke, Han, and Leia on screen, which is mystifying. Mm -hmm. Yet at the same time, it almost feels like it would have been really easy for Disney to fuck that up anyway. So thanks for not doing it, I guess. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, we never got the three of them on screen together, and I kind of feel like that mistake will not be made with the Spider-Men. With the look on your face, I'm wondering if there's like a trailer or something, or like a still that's been released that I missed, because it seems no. like you know something that I don't. Uh, you know the meme of the Spider-Men pointing at each other? Oh, yeah. So they added that into the the very tail end of, of Into the Spider-Verse. Right. I want a live-action version oh, of that. So bad. And I think a lot of people do. So like, is that the point where that, that meme officially They all find the themselves into like a, in like a back alley next yeah. to a dumpster or a truck or whatever it is, and they're all just like, and they all just point at each other like... <gasps> Like, you, 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 like whatever that meme is. But it's yeah. just the funniest thing. I want that. And um, because they kind of alluded to that one meme of Spider-Man just sitting behind that desk. There's that picture of him just yeah. sitting behind a desk. And they allude to that a little bit in Spider-Man and in, into the into the Spider-Verse. There's a couple of sh- there's a shot with like when he's messing around on a computer trying to find files about something, whatever. But it's like, oh, that's clearly that. But the Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse was a lot of fan service. But I'm really thinking that this will be. Even more fan service. I uh, I, I want to tell you, or I'm sorry, I want to hear your favorite first, then I'm going to tell you what my runner-up is. Okay, I, cool. I, I, I want to know, I want to see if, if, your, if your favorite winds up being, if the thing that you most want to happen and winds up being my runner-up. So so that was, that was what I want most want to happen. Oh, is the you. I want the me right, in yeah. real life. I'm a dumbass. Because Don't it's, mind me. It's fine. I just, okay. like, I super, I, just, sorry, I just really, really want that to happen. So my runner-up then. Okay. What the second thing I'd most like to see happen is just as much screen time as possible for J. Jonah Jameson. Yes, just I want I, I want Alex Jones, J. Jonah right, Jameson. Right, like I I make him na- na- have him narrate the fucking movie. Oh, I'll be, oh my god, narrate the movie. Like I, I, any amount of I I, I will be. So He's like happy. he could be like an eyewitness calling it like a football game. Yeah. Oh my God! This Spider-Man, 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 Spider-Man. Oh my God! Not only was he like 
probably the best part of the original Spider-Man trilogy, mm-hmm. um, which we didn't even really talk about if he was the best performance. Can I just retract? Yeah. Well, no, we were talking about best villain performance. No, just best performance. No, perfor- we did say- we, well, so Shit! We said, we said best villain and best performance. And we damn for- it. We forgot that, that All right. exists. I'm going to go back. I will- No, no, no. Leave it. It's fine. But I will retract everything and say, J.K. Simmons deserved an Academy Award for Spider-Man. Tomorrow morning, Spider-Man, page one with a decent picture this time. Move Conway to page seven. There's a problem with page seven. I make it page eight and give him 10% off. Okay. I make it 5%. That can't be done. Get out of here! He is he is he is at he is operating at a fifteen out of ten in that in those movies, yeah. all uh, three of them. Yeah. he is the he so is a it, highlight. Yeah, if J.K. Simmons can narrate the movie yeah. as Alex Jones' version of actually, you know, it'd be really funny, and I'm sure this is going to happen now that I've suggested it. Mm-hmm. There has to be some kind of paths crossing between newspaper editor J. Jonah Jameson mm-hmm. and Alex Jones, J. Jonah Jameson, oh right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they, they're going see... across paths at oh, some point, Also, right? a funny little bit. Uh, do you remember, uh, and this is only because I've watched it recently, there's that scene where they're trying to find a catchy name for Dr. Octopus, for Doc Ock, and they're like, his buddy, his guy there, he's just like, oh, oh, Doctor Strange. And he's like, it's perfect, but it's taken. And it's like, oh, oh, what? Oh. And I forgot about that line. And Harrison's like, Doctor Strange is going to be in this? And I'm like, no, but he's going to be in the next one. And that's amazing. And this is going to all come. Ooh. But, you know, who would have played Doctor Strange in 2002? Jude Law. That's who would have done it. Oh, no. Absolutely. He was no. on top of the world in 2002. Jude Law? Would- yeah. I don't think so. I think so. No. Who else would play Doctor Strange in 2000? No, sorry, 2004. So yes, Jude Law. There's Jude that, Law was in so many movies in 03, 04. There's that really horrible, horrible meme of, uh, have you ever seen, like, what if Marvel had been made in, like, the late 90s or whatever? Oh, yeah. It's like uh, John Stamos as, like, the Winter Soldier or whatever. No. Uh, you know who they had is they had Keanu Reeves as Doctor Strange. No. Which, like, I would watch, but it would still not be anywhere near as good as Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, Keanu Reeves, he, the whole point of Keanu Reeves is he's supposed to be, like, he's the ultimate fish out of water. My he's... thing with, I like Benedict Cumberbatch, and I like Doctor Strange as the yeah. character, and I like his dynamic with all that, but I still think that Doctor Strange could be played by other people. Not yeah, like absolutely. Iron Man. Iron Man cannot be anybody else besides. Yeah. Uh, well, Benedict Tony's, Cumberbatch but, is a yeah, yeah. But well, here's the thing: Benedict Cumberbatch is a great actor, mm-hmm. but like that role is hardly iconic. Right. Well, Iron Man wasn't iconic until Robert Downey Jr. Right. But like Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch has either not mm-hmm. or not been given the opportunity, and I think it's a little bit of both, mm-hmm. but likely never will. He has not made that iconic. No. I mean, Doctor Strange, the first one wasn't. It was fine. Yeah. I I actually quite like it, but I also recognize it. It's got flaws. Yeah. Um, Certainly does. Yeah. So uh, one of the things I am curious where we should wrap this up, we need to come up with Dr. I, 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 you're, you're sold on Jude Law. I'm not, I'm not willing to, to cede that. I think Jude Law, if they did that movie in 04, I think Jude Law would be it. I don't know. For some reason, it just, who is popular in 2004? Who else? Who else would play Doctor Strange in yeah. 2004? Who else? Could I'm gonna have to think about this because I can't be see smart. Jude Law even... It's not who who was huge in 2004, but not like too huge. Oh, oh, I've got it. Who? Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman's too old. No. To play Doctor Strange. Sure. Uh, Alan I'm... Rickman played Severus Snape, who's supposed I'm to be like master, a 35 year old man. The master of the mythical arts. He would be more like you know the 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 ancient one or some shit like he could be a villain he would be a good dormammu but he would not be dr strange i could i could totally see he's not a hero type to me he's just not a hero type uh galaxy quest begs to differ no he okay 
that's not the same level. By that's not the cars. same. That's right, but that's not the same energy. That's a different energy. I know. I'm aware. I I think he could pull it off. I'm thinking like think about that. This is a dumb way of looking at it, but like take his goatee from uh, Die Hard and transplanted on him in 2004. Liam Neeson. So in 2004, in 2004 yes. Yeah, he I, could be Dr. I, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he was not the action star Liam Neeson that we now no, know. No, he was not. In fact, arguably, he was trying out for Dr. Strange when he played fucking Qui-Gon Jinn on Ambien. Probably on Ambien. Good stuff. That's not even original. That's not even an original joke. No, that's, that's red them. letter media. Thank you. Oh, is that see oh, like because like that wasn't even like a direct reference. That was just like that's just a, a they never even reference it in red letter media. It's just the pill pops. It's up a, the, the pills pop up like <laughs> As, over his face. It's, and, and then uh, Ewan McGregor is just looking. and It's just like pill like flying. Yeah, anti gravity <laughs> just around him. It's like that's beautiful. Anyway, um, so hey, well, this is great. I really truly enjoyed this. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad did we're we, back did on. Did we accomplish anything? Fuck no. No. No, we just talked about Spider-Man. Yeah. Hey, man, it's a conversation podcast. Yeah, it's true. No, it is. And uh, like I said, happy to we have actually really listening. did do something different, though. We we didn't... There's no main attraction. Like, there's no structure behind this episode. You know, just nope. sat down and talked for fucking 90 minutes. I, I And I loved every second yeah, of it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, coming up, I alluded to this earlier. A couple of things. Just a reminder, you can catch us everywhere that you listen to your podcasts, mm-hmm. blah, 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 Spotify, probably. You could catch us there, but will we catch you? Who knows? Yeah. Um... Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're mm-hmm. on all those TikTok. Yeah, yeah, but I haven't put. You I know. On TikTok I, we, in months. Listen, and we've got a blog. I got to <laughs> update it desperately. I swear, in the 2022, I am resolving that Ryan and I are going to update the blog like at least. I'm not updating once shit once a month. Have at it. Come on, you can do something. I produce the episodes and edit them. You can do the yeah, blog. But sir. write something, and I'll take care of getting it on the blog. I'm like, not writing shit. You don't want to write anything. No, man, we're having like a creative spat here this I'm is lazy this is what's going to break up the movie spiel oh no no in all seriousness Spielers. whatever will we do not recording once every four months uh i know right <laughs> in all seriousness uh it's good to be back follow us in all the correct places uh we do have coming up um again i'm 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 gonna do my best not to overpromise here but as of recording this the plan is to record the next two sundays after this we have i don't think there's any point in hiding it anymore we're doing a 20th Retro, I already alluded to it on Facebook weeks ago. We're doing a 20th anniversary retrospective of Lord of the Rings because mm-hmm. Fellowship of the Ring is celebrating its 20th anniversary mm-hmm. uh, in just a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, we're also obviously going to do something holiday related. I don't think we've worked out what that's going to be exactly yet, Who but cares? It, it's going to be a departure from last year because we, 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 we have covered a holi- every base yeah. last year. We, for the we holiday have a show. holiday episode from last year. Uh, you're welcome. Go back and listen to yeah. it because it holds up. But we're going to do something mm-hmm. a little bit different this time around, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I think we're going to focus something a little more specified. But so, so that's what that's what the plan is. So uh, you're going to have a lot of movie spiel episodes in the month of December. Let's hope. And um, then none again until like June. Yeah. So basically there won't be any much until like yeah. Ryan and I roll. I'd say September. And, April, September. Yeah. Next August. I don't know. And I also think down the line, I will not promise that we're going to do this, but you and I have talked about revisiting our Star Wars discussion from because a lot has changed in two years incredibly I and mean, it's up to in two full oh years God. but when we recorded that episode it was it's, summer of 2020 it's been two years it was or it was late so since, it was like August of 2020 it's been two years that. since Rise of Skywalker has come out and nobody yeah. seems to give a shit except for like the Boba Fett and, Man- and Mandalorian thing are fine again but, it's worth noting and yeah. and it, we, we will save this conversation in full for another time but just keep in mind that certain properties 
They just die, man. And this is why, if you're HBO, you should be scared as shit about what your Game of Thrones prequel is going to do. It's not going to be good. I don't think it's going to be even, even if it is good. I don't think people are going to are going to care because the, the 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 way things ended. No one talks about Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and no one's talking about Rise of Skywalker. Nope. The difference is, obviously... They still love to bitch about The Last Jedi, though, that's people, for sure. People love The Mandalorian, they so do. maybe... I'm hoping Book of Boba And Star Wars good. is obviously a much stronger property overall than Game of Thrones brand-wise. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be okay for Star Wars. It probably will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking forward to a new Jedi Fallen Order game eventually, and KOTOR remake. Super excited about that. For the PS5, almost makes me want to get a PS5, but then they said they're releasing it for the other platforms as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get the shit out of that, and you're not going to see me for fucking weeks. Real quick, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, Do you watch any TV since we last met? I'm trying to get through Succession. Succession, I'm in the middle of season two. It is amazing. It is just a lot. So it's I'm getting through that, and... Uh, I watched. Um, I've oh, I've also finished the first part of the Beatles Get Back, which is awesome, but it's just a lot. So I'm getting through it, and then I watched Oasis Nebworth 1996, a really great rock. Mm-hmm. It's a really great take on the rock documentary. There's no talking heads. It's all about the festival, the biggest moment in British music in in you know a generation, and it's really cool. But they're my favorite band, yeah. so I'm biased. Succession didn't really do it for me. I'm sorry. Um, I okay. Let me rephrase. What about you? I enjoyed season one when I watched it, but I wasn't compelled to move on. Well, season two is, a, is way heavier. Okay. Yes. Uh, I watched a bunch of things. Also rewatched uh, The Good Place sort of like while doing other stuff in the background mm-hmm. and like, fuck, that show is I ne- amazing. I never finished it. I don't know why. God, it's good. No, it's great. Um, but actually what I did watch for the first time uh, was really good. I would have no reason to revisit it. Uh, Netflix uh, documentary miniseries on the Yorkshire Ripper. Not only was it excellent, um, really, really well done documentary, uh, kind of subverts the typical trope of these documentaries and actually delves extremely deeply into the the uh, uh, excuse me the institutional sexism that resulted in this guy not getting caught for like I think almost a decade. I think technically speaking, he had started committing these crimes more than a decade, but no one connected made the connected the dots until like the mid seventies. Mm-hmm. Uh and then he was caught, I think, in the early eighties. It was called the Ripper. The Yorkshire Ripper. What and did he because do? he was he murdered a lot of women. Okay. Why do um, they call those guys rippers? Well the killers? idea was the idea was that like, like he Jack actually like they, they thought this was like a real version of Jack the Ripper. Like that they, like it was a like he was almost mythological in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um whereas Jack the Ripper, like there's some dispute as to whether Jack the Ripper even actually existed or not. Um Whereas the Yorkshire Ripper not only existed, was a real guy, was caught. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> Short spoiler alert. This serial killer yeah, got caught. Uh, I think he may have died recently. I'm not 100% sure on that. If uh, I know he's, he's getting Peter up there. Peter Sutcliffe? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the guy. Um, I'm just uh, I'm looking him up. Anyway, on, uh, the, the documentary is excellent. Okay. Documentary is really, really good. And it, it, it explores throughout the entirety of it and culminates with a really powerful... Uh, final piece on how this like sort of in the institutionalized sexism within law enforcement actually resulted in them failing to put together the dots like this guy probably could have been caught a lot sooner mm-hmm. but they just they had such a hard time um getting outside of their tropes so they for years thought that he was essentially targeting 
prostitutes, and that was not the case. Mm-hmm. In fact, the women that he killed, the, a lot of the argument was that none of them were mm-hmm. prostitutes. They were just really unlucky in, in what happened. Um, and he died a year ago that's uh, right, from yeah. COVID. Well, I mean, he was in prison, so. <laughs> really good, though. Yorkshire Ripper was excellent. So I highly recommend, uh, you know, I wouldn't let Harrison be around. Yeah, uh, too heavy nah, I want him. I want him to learn about the about the world. We'll drink whiskey. He'll get hair on his chest. It'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, Six year olds got to grow up sometime, you know. <laughs> it has been a real pleasure, guys. Thank you so much. I'm Ryan. I'm Alex. This is the Movie Spiel. Bye. Bye.